What's up, everybody? I'm Bob Walters. This is the Locked Up Sports Weekend Wrap-Up. Thank you for joining, everybody. We are sponsored by SeatGeek. SeatGeek, a better place to buy tickets. Head to SeatGeek, enter the promo code LOCKEDUPSPORTS at your checkout and receive $20 off your order. It was a big week 14. It was a big weekend. Army-Navy, Heisman Trophy. We got a whole lot to cover and not a long time to cover it here Welcome to the show, everybody. It is Sunday night. I hope you had a good weekend, getting ready for work tomorrow, and we are going to go through everything that happened here this weekend in about 30 minutes or so. Go over sometimes, sometimes a little less, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, And the two New York, the two local football teams continue to fade, although I have two very different opinions on each team. We're going to start with the Giants, and the Giants, it was just a disaster today. I saw it coming. I saw it coming. I, I didn't think they could hang with the Eagles, and they, clearly they could not. It did not go well. It was rainy. It was a crappy day out at the Meadowlands. If you were out there, sorry to hear that because it was, it, it was not a good game. And it, from the very beginning all the way through, the Eagles just dominated the Giants. Um. Saquon couldn't run whether we whether he was hurt or not. Uh, I mean, after it kind of got out of hand, they kept him out. But the Giants continue their free fall here, and you know they they've gone now six weeks without a win. They're still in it somehow because of that great start they had. They are still in this thing as far as the playoffs go, and it's going to be next week in Washington is going to be a, a big big game. And it's going to probably determine who goes to the playoffs, whether it's the Giants or the Commanders. The, the, both of the teams, both the Giants and the Commanders, caught a break in the 4 o'clock window with Seattle losing. Seattle fell, fell, way, fell way behind to start their game. They came all the way back. We'll go through all that later. But let's start with the Giants game. And listen to Daniel Jones again. Daniel Jones proved again that he is not capable of beating teams. I don't think he's the future of this team. I don't think he's the quarterback going forward. He might get one more year just because they're not going to have a hard draft pick, and I don't think they'll be able to trade. So I do think they might give Daniel Jones one more year. Today he was 18 of 27, 169 yards, a touchdown. It was bad conditions, but, you know, you could say bad conditions, but Jalen Hurts was 21 of 31, 217, and two touchdowns. I mean, he was able to throw it. The Giants made mistakes all over the place. Uh, the the punt, the drop kick slash punt, where it was an illegal kick. Basically, the punter just dropped the ball. He, he caught the snap, he dropped the ball, it hit the ground first, and then he kicked it, which makes it an illegal kick. Because it's technically a fumble and he's just kicking the ball. It's technically what, what what the deal is there. It was 10 yards, lost it down. And the Eagles on the very next play just went deep and scored a touchdown. And right before that, it was fourth and seven. The Eagles right around, oh, right around the 40-yard line of the Giants. 
because of the conditions, decided to go for it rather than kick the field goal. And the Giants just had a terrible, terrible play. Uh, Love in the in the secondary just came up. I don't know what he was doing. He kind of underplayed it. it he kind of undercut the receiver, and he just missed it. The ball landed basically right through him and the, and the other defensive back right into the arms of the Eagles and into the end zone. And that's the kind of day it was for the Giants. The Giants, uh, they couldn't stop the Eagles' pass rush. They gave up seven sacks. Giants got four sacks. I told you that the, that the Eagles were going to be able to to cover the Giants in the secondary because of that front four and because of the the pass rush that they could generate from that. They would still be able to keep, you know, a bunch of guys in the back in the backfield in the secondary. I should say they didn't have to blitz, and it basically went just like that. Listen, there was nothing really good to say about this team. They've been in a free fall now for over a month. They look like that that big start was a, it was a product of the schedule. But it also, you know, they might have played a little bit better than they should have. You know, they maybe they, they're not as bad as we thought they were coming into the season. But they certainly don't look like a playoff team. They haven't looked like a playoff team in a month at least. Um. I still don't think they should have punted to the Eagles, uh, to the Eagles, to the Redskins or the Washington team last week with, you know, a minute to go in overtime and the ball in midfield. I think that was a game they needed to win, especially if, they, if they're going to make the playoffs, because now even if, you know, they're going to have to beat Washington next week. That game's been flexed by NBC into the night game, so it'll be Sunday night next week. Giants at Washington. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a huge, it's a huge game, basically. Now, do I think the Giants will win? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't really looked at that game yet. But, you know, not not the way they've been playing. You know, they had the the receivers really not getting open. Slayton had two catches for 42 yards. Well, he got one of them was like 35 yards on on the one play. Uh, James, who was the, the other leading receiver for the Giants, was seven catches, 61, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, seven catches, 61 yards. Barkley, like I said, nine, nine rushes, 28 yards. So he, he was a non-factor. And Barkley's been a non-factor now through this whole stretch. It's no coincidence that as soon as Barkley stopped having those monster games, the Giants stopped winning. In the beginning of the season, Barkley was, you know, 170 total yards from scrimmage, 150 total yards from scrimmage, 180 total yards from scrimmage, and they were winning games. Daniel Jones was not having to put the the weight of the game on his shoulders and win it for him like he has now that they've been playing good teams. And when he does, he comes up small. Today was it was a big game. There was a good crowd. You know, you can't even say anything about the weather. I don't want to hear about the weather. Giants got beaten every every way, every facet of the game, offense, defense, special teams. You know, the the probably the the worst the the low point of the season happened when the punter dropped it and that whole, you know, fiasco happened. I'm not even sure the refs were I didn't know it was a loss of down, but it makes sense that an illegal kick would be a loss of down just for that very reason. Just because it's the kind of play that, you know, if you if it happens on fourth down, like an illegal kick like that, you lose the down, and now 
It's basically a blocked punt is what it is. It's a blocked punt. It's the same thing. Because you get 10 yards back, the Eagles get 10 yards, plus they get the ball. So, next week, Washington, 8 o'clock, NBC. It's a Sunday night game because, you know, all, you know, all intents and purposes, it could be for the play. The loser is not going to the playoffs. The loser of next week's game is not going to the playoffs. Washington's coming off a bye week. The Eagles clearly look like the best team in the NFC this week. The Cowboys, I mean, the Cowboys, Jesus, they almost lost. They needed a 98-yard drive last minute of the game to beat Houston. So, as of right now, the Eagles look head and shoulders above everybody else in the NFC. And the Giants do not look like a playoff team. Not one bit. Now, as far as the Jets go, the Jets lost as well. Jets lost 20-12 to to Buffalo, as you probably know by now. But it's a completely different outlook I have for the Jets. I think the Jets played well. I think the, the weather was kind of an issue there. It was it was raining, it was snowing, it was, you know, sleet, it was whatever it was. It was cold. And I do think the weather played a factor. And I think that Mike White played a hell of a game. Listen, he almost got killed a couple times. The way Buffalo was coming through that offensive line and hitting him. And he came back twice in the game after going out and getting hurt. You know he's tough. He was clearly playing for his football life out there. The Jets, I think the Jets really need to come out and and say that he's their quarterback. At least for the rest of the season. They need to do that. Because he's playing every snap like it could be his last. And that sounds like it could be a good thing, but it's not. You know, it'll make you take chances you shouldn't take. It'll make you come back into games that you probably shouldn't come back into. I think it's time the Jets come out tomorrow, Tuesday, whenever it is, and announce that Mike White is the quarterback for the rest of the season. Just make it official. He, he's, he's shown that he is clearly the better quarterback. At least in these games, he clearly gives them a better chance to win. He's the best quarterback on their roster, I think, right now. White was 27 of 44, 268. He, you know, I mean, they didn't score really touchdowns again this year, this this game, but it, it was that kind of game. I mean, he had a scoreless game basically up until the halftime. Buffalo, Buffalo kind of just, he Buffalo outlasted the Jets is what happened. And White, White got hurt. He was playing hurt in that second half. And he threw some balls that would, he threw a hell of a pass on one of them where he got hurt. And the second one where he got hurt, where he got hit in the ribs. I mean, he threw a ball right on the money, hit the receiver in stride. The Jets were close. The Jets are closer to the playoffs as far as the eye test goes than the Giants are. As far as I'm concerned, the Jets are miles ahead of the Giants. Now, the Jets probably have less of a chance to make the playoffs than the Giants. That's just the way it... You know, that's just the way it is. But the Jets, I think, are a better team and are better suited for the future. And I think Mike White might be the future quarterback for this team. But they should definitely come out and they should definitely make the announcement, make it official, Mike White's our quarterback going forward for the rest of this season. Now, I don't know. He might not be able to play next week. I haven't heard anything about his injuries. He did finish the game. But... 
you know, who knows? I mean, the Jets, again, were right there. Buffalo's a better team than the Jets. You know, the, nobody's trying to say that the Jets are better than Buffalo. Buffalo should definitely beat the Jets. And the Jets were very close to beating them twice. You know, they got, they got, they came down to the onside kick, which you, you never get onside kicks in the NFL anymore. It's like 3% or something onside kicks that you get. I hate the new rule because it basically ends the game earlier. There were a couple games this, uh, today that, that onside kicks would needed to get at the end to keep it going. Would give the other team, to give the team a chance to, to come back and win. And they're just, it's very rare. I think there's like two onside kicks recovered all season. You had, uh, as far as the Jets, the, the statistics go in this one. I mean, if you look at the statistics in this game, the Jets beat the, beat Bills, beat the Bills in every single category. Total yards, 309 for the Jets, 232 for the Bills. Passing yards, 223 for the Jets, 130 for the Bills. Third down conversions, 8 of 17 for the Jets, 2 of 13 for the Bills. Sacks allowed, 4 for the Jets. The Bills got 4 sacks, the Jets got 3 sacks. That's the only category that, that, that the Bills had more, had a better, better standing than the Jets did. The Jets also had seven penalties for 61 yards. That did not help. And the Jets had two turnovers. But, I mean, every little, every statistical category on the offense, the Jets did better and were better than the Bills. Third down conversions, the Jets defense, the Jets defense played good today. You didn't get the full brunt of the, of the Buffalo offense with the weather. But Allen, you know, Allen did not play great. He was their leading rusher. He ran the ball. I mean, he ran over people. He just runs over some people sometimes on that touchdown. And there was a couple third downs or, or there was one third down that he ran over somebody just to get the first down. He's just bigger and stronger than a lot of people. So that's going to happen. But the Jets, listen, I don't think you really hang your heads if you're a Jets fan for this loss. I think it's clear you found your quarterback. I think it's important that the Jets come out and say that they, he is the quarterback you can tell that Mike White is looking over his shoulder. You don't want your quarterback looking over his shoulder. Just give him the job, at least for the rest of the season. Just get out there and say it. You even had Robert Sala. I mean, I don't know if I would have said this, but he was in the press conference saying, we'll see them again. We'll see the Bills again. Now, nah, I mean, you know, it, I don't know. I don't believe that to be true. The Jets, you know, Jets are going to pretty much have to win most of the rest of their games. They got the Lions next week, and the Lions are red hot. The Lions are kind of knocking on the door of in the hunt for the playoffs. They're not going to make it but because they just, you know, they were just too bad early in the season. But the Lions have been playing some of the best football in the NFL over these, I'd say, last four or five weeks. But the Jets played a good game. Garrett Wilson, he's just—he's now in the mix every week. He had six catches today. Get Elijah Moore with six catches today. You had Knight, who had a, a decent game. Knight, seventeen for seventy-one. That's not a bad game against the Bills. The problem is, you know, again, the Jets threw the ball too much. You don't want to have Mike White throwing forty-four passes. You just don't. You know, you would rather have him have the numbers that Josh Allen had, 16-27, 147 and a touchdown, 
But, you know, when he threw it, look, the kid's a trooper. He played well. He toughed it out. He came back twice. He may have a broken rib. Who knows? So we'll keep an eye on that to see who's going to be playing if Mike White can go. I don't even think it's a question on whether he, if he can go, if he's the quarterback. Is he going to be the quarterback? Because if he's healthy and he can play, he plays next week. And it's against the Lions. We'll see. We'll see. The Jets are talking a good game about the playoffs. And we'll see if they can come out and prove it. They're going to have to beat a tough Lions team next next week. That is not going to be easy. It's not supposed to be easy. It's not supposed to be easy to get to the playoffs in the NFL. And it's not going to be for both of these teams. I would say the Giants are probably not going to beat Washington next week. I won't, I won't be picking them. I didn't pick them this week. I said take the Eagles, take the point, lay the points. And look, they embarrassed the Giants at home. I said the Jets would play Buffalo tough. They were getting nine and a half. Now, and they did. Look, you would have won both those bets if you listened to me on Friday, on Friday's show. As far as around the league goes, um, the big story in the 1 o'clock window, throughout the whole 1 o'clock window, basically until the very end, was Dallas losing to Houston. Dallas couldn't get out of their own way in that game. It was at home in Dallas. They were 17.5-point favorites. 17.5 points. They won the game 27-23. They were trailing 23-20 with under two minutes to play. Ball on their own three-yard line. And they hadn't been able to move at all all game. And, you know, that came up big. Because they needed to win that game. They want to keep the, you know, the Eagles within reaching distance, which I don't think they're going to be able to catch the Eagles. But Dak Prescott put together a 97-yard drive, scored a touchdown at the very end of the game, and the Cowboys squeak out and save save face, at least, against the Houston Te- Texans, who are 1-11-1. 27-23, the score there. Um, in the late window, they were, they, it was just blowouts all over the place through the first, through about 5.30, 5.45 here local time in New York. You had Kansas City blowing the doors off um, Denver. And then Denver coming roaring back. They fell short. Kansas City won that game. You had another, the big story in the in the 4 o'clock window was Tom Brady against the kid from San Francisco, Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick of the draft, quarterbacking the 49ers, and it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. That game was 35 nothing in the third quarter. 35 nothing. Not only now listen, San Francisco's a better team than New England is, but today the kid, Mr. Irrelevant, was the better quarterback than Tom Brady was. I mean, that guy could play the hell. I mean, listen, Tom Brady, I said it. I said I was sick of seeing Tom Brady. I was sick of everything about Tom Brady. I'm saying he looked like he was sick. He looked sick to me. But he did not play well. So he threw a couple picks. He was confused by the San Francisco defense, which is the best defense in the NFL. 
And that is not a good team. The fact that the Carolina Panthers at four and eight control their own destiny to win the division is embarrassing. And I think the person that should be most embarrassed by that is Tom Brady. Tom Brady's in a division where there's a four and eight team that controls their own destiny to win the division. I think this will be his last season. I mean, there's now, let's see, is there three or let's see, there's, there's three, there's only three teams in the NFL as we finish up 13 weeks. This is the 13th, uh, 14th weeks. The end of week 14, there are only three teams that are officially eliminated from the playoff contention. The Broncos at 3-10, and 10, the Texans at 1-11-1, and, and the Bears at 3-10. and 10. Now, there are some other teams that you could throw in there. Listen, the Colts at 4-8-1, they're out. It's not just not mathematically out yet. The Saints at 4-9, they're out. The Rams at 4-9, they're out. The Cardinals at 4-8, they're out. The Steelers at 5-8, they're out. And the Browns at 5-8, they're out. So, in the hunt, the Patriots are 6 In the AFC, the Patriots are 6-6. Six six. The Chargers or 6 and 6. They have a lead fourth quarter right now, 20 to 14 over Tua in Miami with uh, just over 10 minutes to go in that one. So the Chargers are looking, they're, you know, it looks like they might go to 7 and 6 although this game's not over. So we'll see how that that ends, how that pans out. The Raiders and the Jaguars are both 5 and 8. They're not going anywhere. So I mean Right now, both the Jets and Giants, I mean, are right there. In the NFC, the Seahawks are 7-6. and six. They're in the hunt. The Lions at 6-7 and seven are in the hunt, and I'm going to leave them and say they might have a chance. They play the Jets next week, and they have a chance. They can get this thing to 7-7 seven and seven next week. The Lions could very well sneak in the back door of the playoffs. Packers at 5-8, and eight, I don't think so. Panthers at 5-8, and eight, I mean, who knows? They could still win the division. As embarrassing as that NFC South is. Falcons at five and eight, they also could still have a chance. And then the Cardinals, the Saints, and the Rams and the Bears are all out. So there's a lot of teams that listen. There's a lot of mediocrity in this in the league. The NFL likes that. You know, there's not very many real good teams. You got the Eagles and you got the Chiefs and you got the 49ers, but I'm not even gonna put the 49ers because of the injuries and stuff with, with the quarterbacks. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, it's 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 an interesting, interesting week coming up next week. For the locals, you got Washington. In Washington, Sunday night, NBC. And the Jets, you got the Lions. That Jet-Lions game is going to be a, a good game. And we will see how how it all pans out. We will. We will. And you're going you're to get a much clearer picture next week, this time next week. As far as other things go, um, yesterday you had the Heisman Trophy and you had the Army-Navy game. Now that's the last, this was the last Saturday without NFL games. The NFL jumps right into that uh, Saturday slot. College is done, NFL slides right on in. They slide right into your Saturday DMs as soon as college, as soon as the the college leaves. 
the Army Navy game. It was listen, it was a good game. I didn't see much of it. It was low scoring as it always is because it's you know it's not a great game. It's not great football. They both run the it's you know it's almost like a high school game. They run the ball all over the place. Although it's not even like a high school game. High school games now have more passing than the Army Navy games. But it was a good game. It was exciting. Army blocked a punt to get a touchdown to put them up 7-3, like third quarter. Navy came down. They scored a touchdown to go up 10-7, and then Army kicked a field goal with under two minutes to go to take the uh, to tie it. It went to overtime. It went to double overtime where Army finally did win on a 30-something-yard field goal, and they got this thing second this year. Then uh, it was the Heisman Trophy last night. The kid from USC, Caleb Williams, he uh, he walks away with the trophy. He probably deserved. He did deserve it. He was the best player. You know, it sucks for USC losing that losing that last game. kept that kept them on the outside looking in. As far as the the college football playoff goes, um, I have to give Pat. Pat O'Keefe an apology because he was right about the Knicks. The Knicks have been playing better since I mean since they haven't lost since I spoke with them. Four out of five, uh, four in a row for the Knicks. They won again tonight, one twelve to ninety nine at the Garden against Sacramento. The Rangers have also been playing a little bit better. They had a decent uh, road trip out west. They come home, they got a big game tomorrow night. Big game at the Garden tomorrow night. Rangers, Devils. Last time, a couple weeks ago, Devils beat them. Rangers did not look like they were ready to play the Devils. They they were not as good as the Devils. I still don't think they're as good as the Devils. But tomorrow night's a game you're going to have to win. Tomorrow night's a game you don't want to lose again. You want to at least prove that you can beat the Devils, that you can play with the Devils. You have a couple days off here. Don't come out and play play like you have been at home lately. Come out there, dominate the game. Rangers gotta have fresh legs tomorrow. They're gonna have fresh legs tomorrow. They gotta get. They gotta play better. They're playing a good team tomorrow. Go out and beat the Devils. It should be a lively crowd at the Garden. I'll be at the game, and it, it, it's a big game. It's as big a game as you could get, I guess, in December around Christmas time. But the Knicks have been playing better. The Knicks are Wednesday against the Bulls and then Friday against the Bulls, both in Chicago. I don't know why they scheduled it that way. It makes no sense to me. I meant to ask Pat because he would know when, during the interview the other day. It makes no sense. I've never seen it like that. I've never seen anything like it. The Knicks play Wednesday night in Chicago and Friday night in Chicago. Not a home and home, I, I, so I don't know. I don't really have the answer to that. World Cup, World Cup got a little bit more exciting this weekend. The final four, the semifinals are set. You have two, basically Cinderellas in the in the semifinals. Croatia, who upset Brazil, who were the favorites in the tournament. They beat them on penalties. 
Neymar never touched the never never got to shoot in the penalty kick. They had him shooting last. The pressure builds as you get towards the end. I guess they wanted him to go last. And it never got there. 4-2 in the penalty kicks. Croatia eliminates Brazil. The Argentina-Netherlands game, we told, we spoke about these, me and Brett, with you guys the other day. Argentina survived a huge collapse in the last three minutes of the game. Up two goals, they blow it. They blow the lead. They win 4-3 in penalties. And then the upset of the weekend happened yesterday. Ronaldo is out. Ronaldo will never win a World Cup. This is going to be his last. He's he's Ronaldo's burning bridges everywhere he goes. He was benched in Portugal's round of 16 game. He did not play especially well yesterday. He's talking about Lee. He's been thrown off, basically thrown off of Man- Manchester United. But the story yesterday was Morocco, the first African nation ever to reach a World Cup semifinal, they upset Portugal one nothing. And then in the game that was supposed to be that was supposedly, you know, the best matchup of the quarterfinal round, France two, England one. France advances to the quarterfinals. England had a chance to tie it. The guy had a penalty kick, sailed it over the net. Two one France advances. England goes home. So that sets up your final four for the World Cup Tuesday and Wednesday of the games. Tuesday, 2 o'clock, Argentina, Croatia. Wednesday, 2 o'clock, France, Morocco. Those are your two semifinal games in the World Cup. The final will be played next Sunday, a week from today, I believe. Boy, imagine you get a Croatia-Morocco final, huh? Woo! I'm, that's what I'm rooting for. <laughs> I'd love to see Croatia Morocco final. I mean, it would be, to be honest with you, a better game. I mean, if you're going to get either Croatia or Morocco into the finals, you're better off having both of them than one of them. Just for the fact that it, that would leave open. If you get Croatia France or if you get Argentina Morocco, it leaves the door open for a blowout in the in the World Cup final. If you get Croatia, Morocco, or Argentina and France, you're probably going to get a good game. I would rather see Croatia, Morocco, even though Argentina, France would probably be a better game. And Messi is going for the for his World Cup. You know, this is a, this is, there's a lot of good storylines here in the final four of the World Cup. So the Giants, just a quick recap, Giants embarrassed at home. Jets played tough. They got to, I, I really think the, they need to make an announcement, make Mike White the quarterback. Stop having him look over his shoulder and make him the quarterback. He played well, he played tough, he played great today. I shouldn't say great, he didn't play great, but he, he, played, he played tough. And he makes the throws, you could see he makes the throws, that he can make any throw. So just make him the quarterback. Have him stop looking over his shoulder. Let him know that he's the quarterback. And that'll do it. The Cowboys survive an embarrassment, a near embarrassment against Houston. No other, no big movements of baseball since Friday. You know, that's pretty much it. So that'll pretty much do it for us here. 
Giants and Jets lose. Knicks win again. Big game for the Rangers tomorrow. World Cup Final Four set. Heisman Trophy. We got it all covered. Right there. Just right in the right over a half hour. Just like I told you. So we leave you tonight with the sounds from the weekend that was in the world of sports. Tenth play of the drive. Justin Jackson inside the 10 to the 5. He dives for a Lions touchdown. Now they pump it up. Rhymes ahead of the Matthews. Throws it up to Randall. Julius Randall with 24 first half points. A beautiful lob from Quentin Grimes. Pressure on Reedman. They blocked it. Army blocks it, and they'll score. Unless it goes out of the back of the end zone, it's a touchdown. It is. Army scores on special teams. Hurts back, fakes. He's looking, looking. He is going deep. It is caught. A.J. Brown, touchdown. The Eagles are just devouring the Giants. Four-man rush. Purdy loaded up, going deep. He's got a man. Ayuk in. Touchdown, 49ers. Are you kidding? Well, so much for playing for a field goal. They went double move on the outside with Brandon Ayuk. And the winner for 2022, Caleb Williams. To get him down to the five. Allen still has it, and Josh Allen is going to take it to the end zone for the touchdown. High percentage passes, run the football, you score touchdowns. Jeff Monk and Will for the win in double overtime for the Black Knights. Kick on the way. It is good. Army wins. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to let everyone know by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or on our website at LockedUpSports.net. Remember, you can also find us on your favorite social media site, on Twitter at LockedUpSports, on the gram at Locked underscore up underscore sports. Join our Facebook group, Locked Up Sports, or on TikTok at Locked Up Sports Show. Now you can catch all the latest from Locked Up Sports anytime. Thanks for listening.